0: What's up, BC family? It's your host, Don Shea Bates, and I am back with another podcast episode on today. Today, it is 1.54 a.m., you guys, where I am. And the Lord had woke me up out of my sleep. I've had some messages um, that I've needed to get off of my chest, okay, um, that I've actually wrote down, and some he's actually downloaded into me in this hour. I'm not sure if I'm going to break them up into a couple of different messages, However, I'm just going to go ahead and start with the first message. But before we do that, I'm going to jump right into prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for another day, Father God. We thank you for who you are in our lives, Father God. We thank you that you are our strength, Father God. We thank you that you don't give up on us even when we want to give up, Father God, or when those around us give up on us, Father God. We know that you are staying steadfast with us in the name of Jesus. I ask that I decrease and that you would increase on today and that no weapons formed up against us where it shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, we say glory, hallelujah, and amen okay BC family so the first message that I have for you guys or for someone specific in this hour and definitely definitely take all of this back to the father in prayer okay as I always tell you guys when you get a prophetic message make sure that it's for you and that it is for you in this season that you are hearing it in now for starters um the Lord has definitely let me know that there are some changes taking place as we talked about in the last episode, right? And um, if we are to dive deeper into that, I want to let you all know that there has been some things physically shifting, like I said in the last episode, in regards to your jobs, um, your finances, you may have received increase or some of you maybe experiencing um, loss of a job or your wages decreasing in one area and other things increasing in a new area. And what I want to remind you all is that we declare things here on earth and then it is loosed in the spirit realm. Okay. And that goes for everything. You, you, you lose those things here on earth. You speak what you want to see. You see things taking place in the physical. And I want you all to remember that when you see things begin to change around you, that you can begin to uh, understand that in the heavenlies, there is a shifting taking place. Okay. And when you see the evidence of that happening here on earth, I want you to know that that is God working on your behalf. And if you are one of those people who have experienced a loss of a job or whatever your situation may be, do not get discouraged because there is purpose in the current events that are happening, okay? And a lot of people, you know, they say, I trust God, I believe you, God, I'm believing for it, I receive all that you're doing to me and through me until it comes to things that they do not understand. And obviously, you know, it's understandable as to why you can get discouraged in those times of what you know we would like to look at as a loss. But I'm here to tell you that when you experience setbacks, specifically in this time, it's a setback for a setup. Okay. That 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 area of lack, that thing that you consider as a loss, it's not a loss. Okay, you can take a look at it as a ushering you into the new. All right, BC family. So I wanted to come here and let somebody know that on today, that the situation that you're experiencing, that may be weighing you down, that may feel heavy, that may feel unfair. You may feel cheated, even if you have been in communication and prayer with the father and he has been letting you know that he's going to take you from one place to the next that he's going to release you from this job and place you in the next place you in entrepreneurship take you completely out maybe you won't have to work i don't know your situation but i'm here to let you know that what you're experiencing is not a setback so do not allow the enemy to lie to you and i want to specifically um I think I was reading the book of Philippians. Yes, I was. Um, Chapter three, I believe. And uh, it was one of the letters that Apostle Paul was writing. Okay. And specifically in this letter, you know, I love when he said that he was not where he wanted to be, nor is he where he was leaving from. And I also like that he mentioned that there is a struggle as he presses towards the mark, presses towards the prize. And that is so prevalent to current day situations in any situation, specifically the word struggle. I want to look at the word struggle because when you think of a struggle, you think of a fight, a toil, a situation that's not easy to walk through. OK, and in struggles, oftentimes you can find yourself on the top ahead of the game. You're feeling your best self. You're, you're running through these trials like no other. And you just really press it on, and you're feeling very encouraged, okay? But also in a struggle, there's times where you're gonna find yourself on the bottom, okay? And just like in a fight, in a toil, in a struggle, you're not always gonna be at the same stance that you're start that you started in. And the enemy wants you to believe that when you find yourself on the bottom or on your side and not in a position that you feel comfortable in not in a position that you feel empowered in as though hey i can visibly and physically see that i am a winner he wants you to get stuck in the space of you being on the bottom and i pray that this is making sense to you all because it's always hard for me to bring back the messages that the lord gives me in the way that he revealed them to me okay that's trying to make that's like trying to make someone see something how you've seen it, okay? But like I always say, take it back to prayer. Um, But as I was saying, glory be to God, as I was saying, when you're on the bottom sometimes and you find yourself in what appears to be a losing situation or uncomfortable situation, it just doesn't feel good. You, You weren't mentally prepared for this part of the journey. All you know is that God said, He has you. God told you in his word, you know, that if he before you, who can successfully be against you? And these are the things that you build your courage upon, the rock, right? And then other days, when you're experiencing areas of lack, the enemy is loud in your ear, laughing, telling you, I told you so. You got peers questioning you, mocking you. Where's your God now? I thought you said you know, that God had you in this and X, Y, Z. And the enemy wants you to get caught up and hooked on those things that, that, that people are saying around you because he wants you to believe that you are not a winner. But I'm here to tell you, you are a winner and that these situations that you are facing, you are not going to lose. They are not meant to hurt or harm you. In fact, they're actually to to grow you spiritually to help grant you wisdom and knowledge and clarity and understanding because if you never go through anything if you never experience trial as you push through life how could you reach many people how could you you know sympathize and empathize with the people that God has brought to you if you never experience any turmoil any trials any setbacks I know for me and myself, if somebody came up to me trying to give me advice or telling me they had wisdom, but they had never experienced any lack or, you know, they've all always had a silver spoon in their mouth and never knew a hurt or a harm or, you know, any type of trial, me personally, I would not be willing to take advice from them because if I'm coming from a place, which we know in the word that says we are going to experience great trial, and you're telling me you've never experienced trial, but you can tell me how to get to where I'm going, there's a hiccup, okay? So me personally, I would not be willing to take what the person is saying is sound advice because what they've experienced is not what the Lord has let me know as a follower of Christ that I am going to witness and experience on my journey with him, okay, so when you're experiencing these things, don't get discouraged, okay, Renew your mind in the word of the Lord, write it on your heart, knowing you know that the, though these different situations appear to be slaying me, I am more than a conqueror, though I'm experiencing these setbacks. It's really allowing me to gain wisdom and knowledge for what God is getting ready to walk me into. Okay, BC family? So when you hear those lies of the enemy, you got to be ready. You have to keep on that armor of God and you have to cast down every vain thought that does not line up with the will of the Father for your life. Because if he can get you to believe it, and receive it, oh, yeah, this seems, you know, I'm looking at it and it does seem true. It does look like that. And you begin to speak those negative things that are coming into your mind. That will be your outcome. Because there is power in the tongue. So you have to be mindful and be careful what you're saying in this hour. And and, and I can give you an example of what I do and that I would encourage you to try If you're experiencing things like this, negative thinking or, you know, just different people coming up to you speaking negative of your situation, one, be very mindful of the people that you're talking to when you're going through trials, because it does matter. It does affect your outlook on situations. If you have a sick relative and somebody speaking negative about what their family member endured while having the same sickness and how they didn't pull through, that can be very discouraging. So you have to, one, be mindful of who you're speaking to and who you're allowing to speak into your situation in this time. Number two, speak those things that are not as though they are. If you're experiencing financial setbacks, say, I am the lender, okay? I am not the borrower. You got to speak the things that you wish to see before they come to pass. I will make it out of this situation. This situation does not define who I am or where I'm going. My business will not always be at the bottom. I will be at the top. Okay? So remember to speak those things that are not as though they are. And I pray to whom that is for that it is greatly received. Okay? Moving on from that, I want you all to remember that when God is using you as his light and dark spaces don't get to thinking that every place that you're going is going to physically visibly be dark now hear me when i say this a lot of times people think when they hear going into dark places and dark spaces that it's going to be just this all this this treacherous real poverty looking environment No. That is not how it always is, okay? God will send you into a place that appears to be light. It could be on a job. It could be into a nursing home. It could be in the very church that you attend on the regular. You could be in groups of people. Everyone appears to be happy and joyous. But I'm here to tell you, when you go into environments like that, you got to remind yourself, do you willingly come out of the house looking downcast? Do you willingly come out of the house looking a mess? Now I understand we all have our down days. But for the most part, I can say I believe that people get up in the morning and they at least try to make themselves look presentable to the eye. Okay? So when you're going out and God is sending you out to reach people and meet people and teach people, don't look for what you think that you're looking for. You can't be looking for people. Who appear to be beat up and bruised because some of the people who are struggling the most don't look like anything that they are going through and that's why you know oftentimes you find yourself and i'm just going to use this example because it's a very common example that i feel like everybody can relate to a lot of times you see a lot of homeless people or or what they call homeless people standing at the bottom of the highways as you're coming off and a lot of people will judge when, no, he looks clean. Oh, he has a dog. If he can feed the dog, then he'd get hit. But a lot of times, some people's struggle isn't about food. Okay? Sometimes it's the spiritual food that they're lacking. I remember not long ago, I was at the gas station, and I met a um, man and, who I would say appeared to be homeless. Standing outside the gas station, it wasn't a thing that I've, I've never seen before. Where I've lived, I've seen plenty of, of people waiting at the gas stations asking to pump your gas, right? This particular guy came over, very respectful, asked, could he pump my gas? I told him, you know, no, I wasn't getting gas. I was coming for air in a tire. He offered to put the air in my tire. I allowed him to put the air in my tire and, um, in exchange for, you know, a few dollars, and we began to talk. Because I'm not just going to bless somebody with finances and not figure out another way that I can be a blessing to them. Meaning, figure out maybe something that they're struggling with so that I can add them to my prayer log when I go home. Because I can tell you this, prayer will take people a long way, way further than what a couple dollars can take them. People will remember meeting you based off your personality, based off the light that you are bringing into their dark space, okay? Which brings me back to our point. The dark spaces that people may be facing could be situations at home, could be just their mindset, could be simply wanting to believe in Christ and not even knowing where to start. So when God is sending you into certain places, even if it's the grocery store, if you're shopping, don't be afraid to be the best version of yourself. If you're outgoing and you like to talk to people and you haven't even met them, compliment somebody. It can start a conversation. And even in situations where you feel like you're not, you know, being a blessing to someone, I promise you a simple compliment could change someone's whole mindset for that day. It could really carry them far. Okay. And I know that we're coming up on um, suicide awareness month or uh, week, I think it is. And um, I feel like a lot of ministries don't talk about things like this. You know, it's one of those forbidden topics. But if we can be truthful here, it's a lot of people struggling. With those negative thoughts that the enemy is placing in their mind, there's people who have been struggling for years and they find themselves getting weary. So you so you never know who it is that you can pull out of a dark space just by simply telling them and encouraging them like, hey, you know, I saw you smiling over there and your smile really brightened my mood today. I thank you. Some people just need to know that they are of some assistance to others. So when you're going in these rooms and you're looking for people to minister to, don't think that it's going to require you to give scriptures and quoting God quotes all day long. God chose you specifically to be who you are because whatever that thing is that you do very well, if it's just giving a hug, if it's just giving a smile, if it's just giving an encouraging word, I know me and my friends, we hype each other up all day long. Okay, sis, outfit, something as simple as that could change someone's whole day. Okay, so make sure that you are being the light in whatever room that you are in. Okay, and to whom that is for, I pray that that is received as well. And I think I have one more message for you all. Is that all you want me to say, here. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. As you go into these new new places, okay? Those of you who have been ushered in to your promised lands, okay? Whatever that is. If you've opened up that business, you finally got your brick and mortar, your stores, you finally started that new job, you finally flying, whatever it is, don't get caught up in the blessing to the point where you forget that you were blessed to be a blessing. Okay? If your finances have increased, I want you to remember that when you are walking with God, you are called to be a giver, and it does not just have to be financially. Okay? If if you work at a fast food place and you get a free meal a day, maybe once out of the week, you decide, you know, I'm not going to eat that meal. I'm going to take it and I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. Okay, paying it forward is not just in the drive through line, okay. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm encouraging you all and equipping you all with different points of views as we do this walk because God blesses us to be a blessing if you are blessed enough to have you know a wardrobe you know that exceeds one closet, okay, sisters, I know y'all know how we get. we got plenty of shoes, plenty of clothes. Make sure that you are packing up those things that, you know, either you can't fit anymore or that are out of style, you know. It be a blessing to somebody outside of your bloodline. It's okay to be a blessing outside of your bloodline. And I want to make sure I say that. One, because I feel the Holy Spirit pressing that on my heart to say. And two, because it's very important to know that when you are a part of the kingdom, okay, All of the kingdom citizens are your family. And even the ones who are pushing to decide if they want to even be part of the family of Christ. Part of the family of God, however you want to put it. Even the ones thinking like, you know, it's something about those Christians. It's something about those people that's always talking about Christ. It's something about those people that's always talking about God is forgiving. I might want to do this walk, but if we are doing nothing to be set apart, if we are doing nothing but taking care of the people who are in our immediate families, what sets us apart? What sets us apart? We are blessed to be a blessing. If it's it's nothing, but you see somebody needs a jump, I know I experienced that earlier this week. I'll tell y'all, oh my goodness. So I had some dead cells in my battery, right? Now, I knew this. And I was pricing out these batteries for about a week. Each battery was coming up to like $300, $400. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they act like I drive a Maserati, right? So so I'm still looking. And I'm, I'm trying to find a reasonable price. So the week goes on. I'm thinking I have time. I kid you not. I go to an important meeting. I come out to leave. The car would not start. It would not start. It was just done. Okay. So, for some reason, I just felt the peace of the Lord come over me. I didn't get frustrated. I didn't get mad. And I just, I just felt the peace. Right. So I go back in. I let the people know what's going on with my car. Nobody has jumper cables. Okay, so I'm thinking in my head, well, I can walk down the road. There's an Ottawa zone. I can go buy some jumper cables. Okay. So the man's like, well, just pop your hood and that'll let people know that you're in need. So I pop my hood instantly. I'm telling you, it wasn't even five minutes. Um, well, before that, a couple cars were driving by and I felt as though like, you know, they were literally looking at me. And maybe they couldn't help or they just decided it wasn't something that they were willing to do. Maybe because they their car wasn't up to par. Whatever the case may be. But I didn't get discouraged. I kept waiting. This man comes running across the street. And he says, you need a jump? And I said, yeah. And I, I could do nothing but smile because I just knew it was nothing but God. So the guy comes and he walks past me after saying, do I need a jump? And he gets in his car. He says, hold on. So I'm thinking... Okay, well, he's sitting in his car. Is he going to come give me the jump? We were parked like two parking spots away from each other, but he came running from the gas station across the street. So at this point, I'm really confused. Then this car pulls up, the super nice gentleman, and he gives the guy who offered me a jump, a jump. So I'm thinking, oh, my word, look at God. So here it is. You can literally see the heart posture of this guy. He was over at the gas station, flagging people down to get help for his vehicle, and as he flagged somebody down, humbled himself, walked across the street to get assistance. He came back, saw I was in need, and asked the gentleman who was giving him a jump to give me a jump. And this is what I te- what I'm what I'm trying to explain to you all. Even in our time of uh, a desperosity or despair or need whatever way you want to put it we can still be a blessing to someone else now had he asked the gentleman to give me a jump and the guy declined it wouldn't have changed my mood because it was the simple fact that this man was going through something of his own and still offered to get help for me okay and You know, the guy, he gets his jump. He goes about his way. I tell him, thank you. And the gentleman that gave him a jump came to give me a jump. And I know it was a man of God. I just seen the presence of the Lord all over him, I'm telling. you. And he starts to talk to me, you know, and he was like, you know, I know it was God that led me here because I was all the way on the other side of town. And I decided to come to this gas station over here instead of my usual gas station. And he said, I'm glad I did because now I was able to help you too. And that just lets me know you know your obedience is very important bc family if you feel led to do something don't don't shun your feelings don't turn away those feelings even if it's going out of your way because just like this man said he was on the other side of town he was just getting off work he still had his work clothes on shirt tucked in belt tightened i mean literally look like he just got off of an office job and he is out here giving us a jump not one person but two people he ended up telling me god bless me have a good day even told me where to go find a battery okay and i just thank god for people love god and that is why it's important for us to make sure that we are always on call We are always ready to follow the unctioning of the spirit. If the Lord is telling you to say something, if He's telling you to do something, even when it don't make sense, even if you don't know a person from Adam and Eve, you have to be willing, okay? And 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 as the Lord knows that He can use you, He will continue to use you again and again and again. And I promise you, I promise you, every time that you give the Lord your yes. It just does something for your spirit, man. Okay, it, it 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 it's it's the fact that you're walking in purpose. It builds your confidence. It's not about if you ever get something in return. It's not about if somebody tips you. It's not about you know for your name's sake. It's something about walking and purpose. Okay, you feel fulfilled. We all are placed here for a reason, and when you're walking in the yes of the Lord, when you're walking in the yes that you have given to the Lord and you're able to fulfill something, a need, a want, or a desire of another person, something about that just fills you and you, and you never be the same. You'll never be the same. And if I can say this, you know, um, you know, never mind. <laughs> the Lord is not going to let me say it. So I'm not going to say it. Well, what I'm saying, simply said, is that sometimes you're going to have to step outside of yourself, outside of your emotions, outside of your introvertedness. I know a lot of people like to use that term. I'm an introvert. Sometimes you're going to have to step outside of that, okay? All right? Because there's people in this world, there are people in this world who need what what you have down in the inside of you. So you can't be afraid to share that light that you hold, okay? And if you're having those feelings and doubts and anxieties that, well, I don't know if I can do it, and what if I say something wrong, or what if they turn me away? One, if you're being led to do something, God is going to make sure that the places that he has taken you to, that you are able to fulfill what it is that he desires for you to fulfill. And I had to learn that it is the Lord's desire. Okay. There was times that I went to do the work of the Lord and things that he had told me to do. And I, and I kind of went to do it in the way that I felt it should be done. And I wanted to fulfill the actual need that the person was asking me to fulfill, but that was not what God was asking me to do. Okay. Okay. And it is important to make sure that you are paying attention to what the Lord is really leading you to do because sometimes you can be an enabler, okay? So I just wanted to share that with you as well and to whom that is for also. I pray that it is received, okay? Nevertheless, BC family, I just want you all to remember that you are needed. You do have a space in the world there is something for you to do each and every day that you wake up. Like I said, even if it's just to crack a smile at somebody. Okay? Oh, and another thing, thank you, Holy Spirit. He's reminding me. For those of you who are have been pushing forward, I want you to remember that when you are walking in the calling that is on your life, when you have given the Lord your yes, turning from your wicked ways, deciding to no longer. Do the things that satisfied your flesh, okay? There are requirements. And there are certain things that you must let go of, okay? And a lot of times um, when you're walking with God, you want to have a plan B. I'm here to tell you there is no plan B, okay? You can throw that out the window. There is no plan B. The blueprint. That God has given you the visions that He has shown you are going to come to pass. If He told you you're going to be a doctor, that's what it that's what's set in stone. Even if the people telling you you have a criminal record and what you're applying for, there's no way around it. Let me tell you, there is a way around it. If God has told you that that is what He has for you, okay? So I promise you. The plan B that you have written, you're not going to need it. And it may look like while you're on this journey that you're not making it to the destination that he's saying. But I promise you, he never told you how you were going to get there. He just let you know that you were going to get there. So don't rush through the journey trying to get to point A, B, and C. You got to enjoy the journey. It's really in the journey that you learn the most. That you impact the most people. Okay. It's the journey that matters the most. So if you're trying to hold on to things and people and exes and places as a safety net, as a all thus fails, thinking, well, well, I'm used to things around me failing, so I'm just gonna hold on to this, or I'm used to relationships not going as planned and people leave me. I'm gonna hold on to this, this ex of mine, you know, in the shadows. Even if you're not dealing with him, but you have this hold, you know, where you might want to, you know, crumb feed your ex, making them think that there's a possibility of being together and there's not. That's, that's called manipulation. That's, that's, that's giving false hope. And it's a narcissistic trait. Okay. And I pray that we are not out here leading people on because you have a fear of failure you have a fear of things failing around you and even if you can't own up to it for yourself to say you know what i think that is what i'm doing god knows what's taking place okay he knows that you know if you do just enough this person is gonna stay hanging on okay So I want to make sure that I'm letting you all know the things that he's placing on my heart to come and speak to you all. Make sure that you are not stringing people along in your convenience. Make sure that you are not trying to hold on to your plans and say that you're following the plans that he has for you. You cannot straddle the fence. You cannot be lukewarm. He does not like it. He will spew you from his mouth, okay? And these are not my words. This is written in the word of the Lord, okay? Okay, so if you're going to decide that you want to be lukewarm, I promise you it's better for you to just go over there to the other side, okay? You cannot You cannot straddle the fence. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. You cannot try to hold on to... Uh, comfort safety nets and blankets and and exes and people because that is a comfort zone for you. Because what happens is when you have your foot halfway in and halfway out, there's no way that you're giving God your full yes. There's no way that you're giving, I don't care if it's a job or relationship, whatever. If you are trying to divide yourself between two things, there's no way that you're giving both jobs your all. There's no way that you're giving your spouse your all if you're still divided in, in other areas, thinking if this fails, then I still have this all thus fails. That's not going to work because what happens is somebody is not getting what they deserve. And if you're straddling, neither one of the people are getting what they deserve. Neither one of the places are getting what they deserve. You'll find yourself slacking in the area of your job. If it's a spouse, you'll find yourself not being the best spouse that you can be for that person. Because you're sitting and thinking in a what-if state of mind. Okay? And when you are called to a spouse, you there's certain callings that you have that you have to be in your marriage. Even if you're in a courtship. There's certain things that you can and cannot do. So if you are torn between two people, you got to go to God and ask him, how can you get out of this situation? Because one thing I will say, God does not play about his children. And even if you are one, that does not exclude you from playing with his children. Okay? And same thing with the workplace. We are called to do our works as we're doing them unto the Lord, so if you're wanting a job and you half doing stuff and you you deciding you don't want to do the job as it's supposed to be done and you know all of these things just half doing stuff, he's not pleased with that because you know why you went come into the kingdom and half do your job there all right so make sure that these things that God has called you to These titles, they're not just titles. They're positions, they're roles, they're callings, okay? Make sure that you are giving them your all. Do it as if you are doing it unto God because he sees all things, he knows all things, okay? So I just wanted to share that as well. And I believe that is it and all that I have for you all today. I know that was a bit lengthy, Um. Yeah, BC family. So I just want y'all to stay encouraged, okay? And make sure that you are taking everything back to the Father in prayer. Make sure that you keep pushing, okay, BC family? Things may feel like a struggle, but that is okay because you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, okay? Okay. Jesus has already come, died for our sins on the cross, okay? He has already defeated the grave, okay? Hell, okay, and greater is He that is in you, okay. So, when you feel weak in the area, when you feel like you can't measure up, when you feel like you can't do something, you got to know that you don't come by yourself anymore. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, okay. Your name is written in the book of life, and when you gave God your yes, He also gave you His, okay. Yes, that he will always be there for you. Yes, that he will help you through these things and over these things. And the fact that he let us know that he would help us through these things lets you know that yes, you're gonna experience some things. So ignore, ignore the enemy and his lies when he tells you, well, if God was for you, then you wouldn't be experiencing this. That's a lie. That is a lie. Okay, you got this. You can do this you've been doing it. And just like the past thing that you experienced, you've overcame that and you're going to overcome this. Okay, BC family. So until next time, I want you to know that you are loved by me, but most of all, you are loved by our father, God who sits in heaven and he has so much faith in you. Okay. And if you need encouragement, let Him know, ask Him to guide you to the places of people that he has to reach you and that he has for you to reach. Okay. And I pray that on both on both ends that it is and will be equally received. Okay. So until next time, BC family, stay great, blessing field, and prosperous.